Hey, JT? Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? It's Josh. Not much, brother. Just chilling now. Nice. You're uh, you're live. You're on uh, Sippin' Tea with Josh. Welcome to the show. Nice. Thank you, Rob. Not a problem. Um, so I wanted to talk to you today about um, uh, something that I feel like our viewers would enjoy. Well, some of them anyway. Um, and that's weed. Uh, okay. Marijuana, ganja, the cannabis uh, takes many names. Um, I just want to clarify that though before we start that I do not smoke. Um, it's been about it's been about six years uh, since I've you know ever had any tree or whatnot. So keep me up to date though. What's going on in the world of uh, of cannabis? Um. I mean, currently, I feel like uh, a lot of things are, are opening up. Um, November here, uh, nationwide, we're having a um, vote in every state to uh, see how voters feel about legalization. Um, and if that were to pass, then that means medicinal use um, for states that already have medicinal use, recreational use, and just kind of opening up to uh, see what people want. Now... What will this mean for society, though, if it does become legalized? Does that mean that we may have living zombies walking the streets? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's say it would, it would be that intense. Um, but I'm sure, you know, in, in places that it's already been legalized, like Colorado, uh, uh, Seattle, Washington, places like that, the biggest things have been there is. Uh, crime decrease. Um, we see that there's a lot of more money in uh, being able to being able to tax something like cannabis that's sold um, to a lot of people through a lot of different ways. Um, there's so much money going throughout um, the entire the entire state that there's money going towards schools, there's money going towards construction on um, picking up buildings or roads or uh, you know that kind of thing. Um, as well as uh, the, the whole medicinal side of it. Um, so healing people, patients that are addicted to, um, you know, uh, painkillers. Um, so giving them something else to uh, kind of relieve pain um, and stress relief along with all the other things that cannabis does. Now for the farmer and the grower, or the mover, or whatever you may call, um, that's not doing it legitimately, um, do they take a hit? I mean, does if it is legalized, does that mean that they take a big hit, or will they uh, will they still be in business, but just maybe for at a lower percentage? Um, I think as far as someone who's doing it illegally, um, I think it cuts down on your business a little bit because people can get it easier. Um, so if you're, you know, if you have the avail if you have the availability to be able to get it. Um, and it not be illegal, you can get a card for it and, you know, ride up and down the street, you know, to the shop to go buy it or whatever. Um, and not have to worry about being pulled over and arrested and, and hassled by police officers and stuff, then uh, I think it I think it, it changes things up. And for somebody who's, um, who's you know, wanting to sell whatever and, and who's willing to change up from going, 
you know, the illegal route to um, legalize, then you can get your card for it, uh, sell that way. Um, and then you're available to, you know, grow your own plants in-house and sell up to, you know, 70 plants per, you know, state and license and all that um, yourself. And you can, you know, kind of start your own little business of it and, and not have to worry about it being illegal. Right, but I think that guy um, who is there, he's kind of in the dark. Uh, that guy yeah. is in the dark, and he doesn't like to be seen necessarily. Um, mostly when you hear about a, a mover or a grower, you know, they're like a ninja, <laughs> if yeah. you will. And uh, so even if they did take the legal route, I, I don't think that a lot of them are going to want to do that. You know, because well, they like being um, incognito, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in, in places where it's been legalized, uh, the out as far as I've seen, um, crime rates have done nothing but um, steady and or drop from where they have been. You know, as, as far as um, arrests for marijuana and stuff like that, um, you know, of course all the other things you know they, they affect themselves in other ways so I don't know how much marijuana affects all of the others but as far as you know narcotics and you know whole, the whole other side of now say you say you do get pulled over uh, and it's legalized do you think uh, that it's going to be regulated in the sense that it'll be just like if you were to drink and blow over 0.8 Will they regulate in that sense? Will they have some kind of weed machine that detects that? Um, probably. I think it would be a really good idea. I think at the moment, um, if, if an officer does believe that you're under the influence that heavily um, towards affecting your driving or anything, and it's from something other than um, alcohol, I think you know, it would just be taking you in and doing um, blood samples and testing it that way. But I'm sure as, as it gets legalized and um, it's more common across nation there will be something that they come out with it's something like the breathalyzer but you know it's a little bit harder to, to do that with marijuana so yeah now now for me um when i came to is what i like to say uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know i i just added it all up and being sober just made a lot more sense to me all of a sudden yeah and, you know, because I used to think that it makes music sound better, uh, it makes me perform better, but in all actuality, I realized that, um, that it doesn't, for me anyway. Uh, yeah. You know, different strokes for different folks. So do you think that... Yeah, of course. Does it make you perform better? Does it, and do you think that it makes other people perform better? Honestly, um, as far as I go, and I have friends, family members, and all of that, that uh, some of them that have medical cards, some of them, um, you know, they do it illegally. Um, and I think for the people that I know and for myself, it does make me perform better, and just in the sense that um, for somebody who dealt with uh, depression and anxiety and those kinds of things in a you know younger uh, years, high school, uh, that kind of thing, I think going to high school um, and with marijuana lowering your ambitions a little bit, I think it made me worry a little less about what people were thinking about me and uh, that kind of thing um, and let me focus on school and really getting my grades, you know, getting grades up and, 
sense, yeah, I think I, I would say it does. Um, but there are um, dysfunctional stoners, people who <laughs> just smoke and, and that's you know all they do. Um, and even though marijuana doesn't have any addictive properties, I do feel like that you can get addicted to the high, so it just takes the mental stability to be able to, you know, kind of even it out, know, know where your, your limits are and stuff, how to be a functional stoner. Yeah, I don't think that someone gets addicted to the high necessarily. I think that they get addicted to the routine of it. You know, because you, when you do smoke fluently, there's uh, there's all of a sudden a routine. You know, you call your buddies up. Hey, do you have some? No, I don't have some. Do you have some? And then they're like, no, but we'll go see Johnny. He might have some. And then we all go to Johnny's, you know? And then Johnny's like, oh, yeah, come on over. It's not a problem. So there is that that unity and, you know, whatever. And I think that that's where the addiction comes in. I think it's more so that they're addicted to the chill and the routine of it. Yeah, the social aspect of it. Exactly. Then the actual, uh, you know, shaking like, oh, I need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or else I can't yeah, operate. Because it's different from, from a narcotic. You know, it's not, right. it doesn't necessarily take your life over like, like other things do. Um, right. So, but, you know, saying for somebody, for somebody who's looking for it all day long, doesn't do anything but smoke, and, and you know, but still won't get up and get a job to get money for themselves, that kind of thing, I think in that, to the, uh, the routine, like you were saying. Yeah. And I mean, you still, um, you, and if you are a stoner, I, I don't want to label you. Uh, that's not what I do. No, no, yeah, it's I, not I, what I do on this show. <laughs> but it, no, just say you were, um, you're a functional stoner, if you ask me, because you still seem like you got a great head on your shoulders. Uh, you still seem like you have, you have a plan. You know, which a lot of people don't have is a plan. Yeah. So I think that's fantastic. Um, but what do you say to that? What do you say to that person that is sitting there um, eating potato chips and playing the latest video games and just can't get out of that funk to um, yeah. to change their life? Because I think that it is okay as long as you're still ambitious. Yeah. But once you yeah, kill think, your ambition and you continue, I think you're you're leading down the path of self destruction. Yeah. Um I think what I would say is uh just kinda of find what whatever you're into, whatever your um your niche is. Everybody's got a, a skill in the world and finding out what you're good at, you know, or what you're into, um just kind of build life around that. I, I always felt like um, my dad does flooring, and when he goes to work, he loves what he does. He loves his job, loves his boss, um, people he works with. But when he comes home from work, he's in a bad mood. He's aggravated, and it's like he, you know, works to come home, go to bed, go to sleep. And I can't, I can't vibe with that. I don't understand. So for me, I feel like I want to go do something that's gonna make me happy all day long. And when I get home from work, I'm still gonna be able to, you know, chill and relax and be happy at home and at work so um just finding whatever makes you happy and what um like i said whatever your niche is most definitely now do you think that for for somebody who's doing video games um you know there's a whole there's a whole world of that now and um 
mean, there's a whole world for that too. There's everything from marijuana critics to um, a bud tender. You know, that you can legally sell bud now, um, that, which is cool to me. And then, like we were talking about earlier, the growing at home or uh, in the dispensary, there's jobs for that too. Um, so things are really opening up. So you know, if, if weed is your niche, then there are jobs for that now, and that's really cool to me. Wait now, uh, update me on that. Did you, did I hear you correctly that you said a bud tender? Yeah, bud tender, just it, like you hear a, a bartender. Yeah, um, the the term nowadays for somebody who works in a dispensary and sells bud over the counter is bud tender. Oh, okay. I thought it was like swipe left or right for this perfectly rolled J. I wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I got you. No. Um, but there are marijuana critics too now. Um, like the uh, the Denver two or three, I believe they they change up every now and then. But they have two or three um, marijuana critics, and it's just it's people. I don't know if you, you you said you don't smoke, so you probably haven't. But there's a website, and they have a. Um, Kind of a profile for each uh, each strain of weed um, of marijuana, and it's kind of a breakdown of what um, what differentiates it from uh, other strains. Now, do you and study this? Has, do I? Do you study the different strings? Um, I mean, not super intense, but I, you know, things that I um, that I get, especially now moving up, up north. Um, and having the legalization part of it and being able to get certain things from dispensaries and kind of like uh, being able to get, you know, the different the different smokes. Um, yeah, there, there's definitely a difference between them. Um, and, and they all do different things as far as appetite, you know, making you sleepy, um, making you more energized, uh, stress relief, blah, 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 blah. Right. So, I mean, pretty soon if it is... Uh if the bill does pass, that means that it could be delivered just as easy as pizza. Is that is yeah. that correct? Uh, uh, I mean, still with you know your your uh, your medical card and your um, all that. Well, I guess it was, it was recreational. It would just be um, age discrepancy, whatever the state sets it to, um, or or nation. I don't know how that would work, but. I guess that would give, yeah, I, I wouldn't say pizza necessarily, but um, maybe alcohol or cigarettes. Sure, sure. Well, you know, they got those people now at grocery stores and whatnot. Um, there's different, sir. I mean, L.A. has actually had this for a long time, but, um, you know, the Midwest and down south is finally catching on to um, people who go and pick up your groceries and they go and pick yeah. up your uh, essentials. So, um I would imagine that it would be the kind kind of same thing for that. Yeah. So, so uh, one last question, um, JT, where, with that, and all that information, where are we heading? If that does go through, where, what does that mean for society? Uh, does that mean that? Um, you know, we're going to be walking, seeing people walk down the streets, riding a bike and smoking uh, a joint. I mean, what is, what is that? What's what's going to happen? Um, I mean, yeah, I would think so. Uh, just like you would seeing somebody smoke a cigarette daily. Um, and I think, you know, as things uh, kind of open up nationwide, 
um, and, and start to kind of uh, change up a little more. I think um, it'll be just as common as seeing anybody, as far as seeing somebody um, working daily, doing something centered around the cannabis industry, and it'll be just as common as seeing anybody else. Um, there's now even um, certain places in the nation where you can get uh, something like a, kind of, kind of like getting anything from or um, places like that. You can order um, your bud and whatever, you know, whatever you want to get from dispensaries and have somebody go pick it up for you and bring it to you. There's, there's jobs even like that. Um, so I think, you know, it can get to the point where you see, you know, kind of, kind of like you see uh, riding down the road, you see somebody with a medical cannabis thing on top of their car riding down the street, you know? So yeah, I think it could be uh, a daily thing, really. Wow, that's incredible. I know that uh, it, it's so funny because I remember years ago and I was like, uh, I think this was back in probably high school or so. Um, you know, I was like, man, I can't wait. I hope our generation legalizes it and this and that. Yeah. And now that I'm a grown man, I, I totally feel different now, you know, because yeah. it's it's um, it's quite scary, man, because I like the aspect of um, having role models that's I mean that's the one thing that I love about America and and whatnot is that we have certain people that our younger generations can look up to um, yeah and I just feel like if it's legalized that it will sort of taint that image if you will yeah um, yeah and it's scary for me I mean it's scary like uh I just don't want to see somebody. And then I think that leads to uh, people trying it at an even younger age because they see... Yeah, well, there's been studies on that already um, as far as since it's been legalized. Um, so in Seattle, Washington, I'm sure now it, it may have been uh, five or six years, but at the time that I saw this interview, there was a person that worked for... Um, that worked in Seattle, Washington, the government. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly what he did, but um, he was saying that as far as, like I was talking about the crime rates earlier, they were studying to see if um, younger people were, uh, you know, were becoming more curious of it now that there was so much more availability. And they were seeing that numbers dropped. Um, it's even stayed steady. They didn't rise in any way. So um, even they were kind of blown away by that. So. As far as studies have gone for, you know, four or five year legalization at the moment, no. But as far as, it, you know, 10, 15, 20, we'll have to let's see how things go. We'll have to play it out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, JT. You answered a lot of questions, gave me a lot of knowledge, I uh, and our viewers. Um, no problem, you man. know, I, it's, it. it's been forever since I've... Uh, even came across someone but it was a pleasure meeting you and I think you you have a bright future ahead of you um, you seem you seem like a young entrepreneur so that is what I respect above all else yeah um, I Wiz Khalifa has one of the, the greatest um, words for words for that that I, I love he, he calls himself a gondrepreneur so I kind of like that <laughs> I'll go with that JT the gondrepreneur <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on, man, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you. All right, take care.